morning. Nice to be with you. So, I'll speak just shortly this morning. And then um, I'd like in the evenings to just entertain questions. Tomorrow there's a wedding. Are you coming? <laughs> so we'll speak something about that. And then um, then Monday uh, we'll begin to speak a little bit from Brahma Samhita. And um, so that'll be our schedule. But again, it's nice to be with all of you, some old friends and students and new faces as well. Is, this is, of course, gatherings like this are uh, the way, if you will, in which we make progress in bhakti. Which makes for a very friendly, user-friendly type of a path. In other words, in the uh, in the Gyan Marg, we make progress by by ragya, by detachment. By giving something up. By giving one another up. <laughs> but in the Bhakti Marg, we make progress by not subtracting but by adding by sangha so by, by making friends we can make progress and of course this is something that we we do anyway just to, to make the right friends <laughs> so it's very natural hmm? and it's much easier to uh, make friends and have uh, uh, gatherings than it is to give up friends and people and live alone. Of course, it's nice to be alone sometimes, too. <laughs> so that has its place also in bhakti. <laughs> but in general, then, this is the, the method by sadhusanga. Rupa Goswami Prabhupada very much uh, uh, emphasized this uh, sadhusanga. 
He described it as one of the five most uh, powerful limbs of the body of, of bhakti. And um, of course, there are many uh, types of devotees on different uh, in different stages of progress. And with regard to Sadasanga, it behooves us most to try to get association of those who are more advanced than ourselves. The tendency within material life for getting association is more to get association of those who are uh, perhaps less uh, less intelligent than us, less uh, less less uh, less in many regards, and uh, more easy to control. Material tendency is to want to, con- to control things. But if we have association with those who are less advanced than ourselves, then this doesn't give us much opportunity to make progress. to have our understanding challenged so that we can grow. So it's very important that we develop a, a, a tendency within us to try to seek association of those who are more advanced than ourselves. They create our good fortune. Indeed, Sadhu Sangha, in the, in, the, in the true sense of the term, is uh, sometimes described as good fortune. It was considered the, the good luck, the good fortune of of Raj Parikshit that Sugadev appeared on the scene at the bank of the Ganges where he had gathered at the the time of his passing. Luck sounds like something that is not uh, organized or is just out of out of chance. Kind of like winning the lottery, something like that. But uh, it actually refers to the idea that the sadhu, in the true sense of the term, is not moving under a particular influence of cause and effect, that of that of karma. Nie poruszają się 
pod wpływem praw karnych nie są i tym prawom podlegli. Not moving, that means to say, as I as I like to explain, out of any uh, necessity. There is a necessity that, that is born out of um, material attachment and the movements that uh, correspond with that. There is a, a uh, corresponding with our will. There is a force from material nature responding back. So, as they say in English, as you sow, so you owe. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and that owing has been going on for a long time. <laughs> Forever. Forever. So, to come out from in a, under that debt, if you will, that is, that is to become very fortunate. And especially considering that there is there is really no other way to come out from underneath that debt. So even while it may take some time, having had the fortune of sadhusanga, uh, the time and the distance to go from that point onward is insignificant in comparison to a time that has no beginning, the time under which we have been struggling with the karmic debt. But as I'm explaining, it's not entirely or really at all out of chance that we get real sadhusanga. Because the sadhu, while not working under the influence of the material nature of, of, of cause and effect within, within karma, is moving under another influence nonetheless. Krishna describes this in the Gita when he says, Mahatmanas. There are Mahatmas, great souls, and they're moving under the Daivim Prakriti, means uh, my internal energy. 
poruszają się pod wpływem jego boskiej energii Daily Prakriti. This is a very powerful uh, force. Jest to bardzo potężna siła. Material nature's influence cannot stand in the face of that uh, force, the force of Krishna's internal energy. And that is only a small part of its uh, range of influence. To dissipate uh, Maya, to uh, absolve our karmic debt. On the other side, to speak about its full force, it has the power to overwhelm Krishna. Krishna means Brahman overwhelmed by by love. This love that is bhakti constituted of Krishna's internal energy. It has the power to do the impossible. The simple example is that Brahman is everywhere. So if something is everywhere, then it cannot move. Because there is nowhere to go. Hmm? But by the power of bhakti, Brahman is moving. And not just moving, but dancing. Hmm. This is this is what we mean by Krishna. Hmm. So, if this power comes into our life, Maya will be dissipated very easily. And we will have the power to overwhelm Krishna. So this force should not be uh, underestimated. Hmm. Therefore, to emphasize the point, statements like we find in Chaitanya Charitamrita, extolling the virtues of Sadhu Sangha even for us, for a second, Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sava Shastriko, Lava Matra, Sadhu Sangha, Sava Siddhi, these kind of statements are made. We have some love within ourselves inherently. Some Ananda. This is explained in Srimad Bhagavatam. There we found that. Um, 
in the tenth canto in the thirteenth chapter we find uh, this point that that which is lovable in the world is ourselves we only love a thing as much as we ourselves have entered the thing if we say it is my house then the house is lovable if it's my country then the country is lovable it's my friend then friend is lovable so whatever the thing is that which is in common with all things that make them lovable to us is the my and my means the, the possessive means really my extending myself into a thing so what again what makes a thing lovable is the extent to which I have my ex- extended myself into the thing so the teaching is that there is some ananda in the jiva ananda means love hmm. lovable hmm. Um, Baldev, he saw this. He saw cows running down Govardhan Hill. The cows run on four legs. But it looked as if they were running on two legs. Because the front legs were close, like this. And the back legs close, like this. In other words, when the cow runs, it doesn't run like this, but like this. <laughs> to go very fast. So very fast they were running. Hmm. He saw them running down the Gordon Hill and they were running after their calves that were one year old. And the new calves they were neglecting. The new calves who were still needing milk they neglected. The calves that had been weaned already, 
they were neglecting. The cows that had not been weaned, yeah, they were neglecting, yeah. Hmm. So Balaram was very astounded to see this. And the cowherds, the, the cowherd men, they were very upset. Because then the, the year-old cows would drink all the milk and the calves who needed the milk would not get any milk. So they ran and they tried to stop the cows. When they got to the bottom of the hill, they met their sons. Then when they saw their sons, they forgot about the cows. They showed so much love for their sons that they forgot their duties. So this was very curious to Balaram. So he went to inquire from Krishna. He wanted to know what what's what's going on. But Krishna had allowed his yoga maya to bewilder Balaram for almost one year. Because earlier, as you know, one year prior, all of Krishna's cowherd friends and calves had been stolen by Brahma. And that day Balaram had stayed home. Krishna had gotten up very early in the morning. He went into the courtyard and he blew his uh, buffalo horn. Usually, a little later in the morning, Balaram would come every day and blow his horn and all the cowherds would assemble. Subal and millions of his friends, Sridam, millions and millions of his friends, Stoka Krishna, millions and millions of his friends, they would all come into the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj. Yet you remember this is all in the context of Brahman who's everywhere moving. All of this Lila is fueled by this by Bhakti. So one of the points we're making is that the power of love has the power to resolve all contradictions. To make the impossible possible.
może sprawić, że to, co niemożliwe, staje się możliwe. So millions and zillions and infinite number of cowards would assemble in the large but <laughs> relatively small uh, courtyard of Nanda Maharaj every morning. But this morning Krishna was up early and he assembled the cowherds before Balaram got there. So Balaram was uh, he was stuck at home. Some relative was visiting. So he had to sit and go through all the boring um, <laughs> social uh, observe all the boring social etiquette for dealing with elders and uh, visitors. He sent a short note to Krishna. I'm stuck here at home. I know you have something exciting in mind this morning. So go ahead and go. Krishna somewhat requires Balaram's blessing to do things. He is the one of Krishna's gurus. He is the guru of Krishna's adherence to good behavior. We might think that he failed in his duty given that Krishna is rendezvousing with the gopis. Because he's always careful to see that Krishna behaves properly. But no, he's not failed in his duty. He purposely removes himself from that circle of Leela that it may go on. That is the most appropriate behavior. Because there we find bhakti and uh, love, ananda, at its, at its acme, zenith. Where Krishna is most pleased. This is Dharma. Sangsidir Haritoshanam. What is that verse? Sangsidir Haritoshanam. Atapumbi Dudishta Varna Shramam Ibhagasa. The essence of Dharma is not Varnashram. <laughs> it's the pleasure of Hari. Whatever gives him the most pleasure, that is the best, the highest 
fullest expression of Dharma. Mm. So, anyway, Baladev gave his permission. So Krishna went and there was the adventure of Agasura and Brahma Vimohan, Lila and so forth. And as you know, when Brahma stole the calves and the cowherd boys, Krishna manifested himself as the cowherd boys and as the calves. So in that year all the mothers and fathers and all the cows got to have their sons Krishna have Krishna have their got to have Krishna as their sons and Krishna as their calves. And so they showed more love for their sons and their calves than they had previously because now the calves and the cows and the boys were all manifestations of Krishna himself. Generally, devotees love Krishna a little more than they love one another. Sometimes equally. And sometimes they like the devotee more than Krishna. So, as I began, there's much place for love between devotees. This is called Suhrit Rati. Love of the friend. Hmm? Loving Krishna and loving one's friend who's a devotee of Krishna. And that love of the friend should augment the love of Krishna. So, at any rate, Balaram, for one year, although he was observing the similar events, he suddenly took notice of it. It is said that Krishna did not allow him to, to understand what was taking place. Until just a few days before the year had completed. Because Balaram would not have been able to live without his friends like Sri Dham. Hmm. 
So a few days before the Leela was to be completed, then the, the, some type of mystic covering from Krishna over Balaram began to dissipate. Gradually then he could understand that Krishna had taken the place of all the cowherds and the calves. And it's worth mentioning that they were perfect uh, replicas. It means that Krishna knew the hearts of the cowherds so much that he, he knew he knew them so much that he could completely replicate them, such that the parents could not, although they had more love because it was Krishna, they didn't know it was Krishna. Sanatana Goswami Prabhu has commented about Sakirasa in this way. In his Brihat Bhagavatamrita. He said that every cowherd boy thinks Krishna loves me the most. And every one of them is right. Hmm. So, Balaram gradually understood the whole situation. In this Lila, Balaram shows some dasirasa for Krishna. He is the best friend of Krishna, but his friendship is also mixed with dasya and vatsalya. This, of course, is a Lila in which Krishna shows extraordinary power. He showed the power to bewilder Brahma. He showed Brahma that that Narayans were emanating from him. But he also manifested the power to bewilder Balaram. And he knows everything. Hmm. What is Balaram's power? Hmm. So great Aishvarya was shown in Vrindavan in this in this Lila. Generally the Vrindavan Lila is known for its sweetness. But the backdrop of the sweetness Madhurya is Aishvarya. Therefore we find the most powerful manifestations of Aishvarya also in Vrindavan. Hmm. 
And thus correspondingly, Krishna is sweetest in Vrindavan. So at any rate, having understood what took place, hmm, uh, Balaram in his mind offered his respects to Krishna, his master. And Sukadeva Goswami explained to Maharaj Parikshit about the nature of love. Hmm. There he explained that, as I said earlier, the real object of love in this world is the self. People are moving in the interest of the self. The self, by nature, has a loving component, has some some ananda. Anandatvam. And by extension then, why the self is lovable? Hmm? Because the self is a amsa of Bhagwan. Who is the most lovable object? And it is under the influence of love of Bhagavan that the sadhus are moving in the world. They create our good fortune. They are not moving under the influence of the karmic law. They are moving under the law of love. Hmm? Not independently. Independent of material nature. Hmm? Means then under the influence of Bhagavan. This is the meaning of Tatasta Shakti. It is relational. We want to def sometimes define the Atma independent of the influence of material nature, the external energy or the internal energy. But that is not the most useful exercise. Because it does not exist independently of those influences. It must be under one influence or another. Still we can say it has some capacity to love. To exist, to know and to love. And its capacity to do so will be relative to the influence 
that it's under external energy or the internal energy. And we come under the influence of that internal Shakti by Sadhu Sangha. Therefore, such sadhus, they are, have been called the Kripa Shakti, the manifestation of Krishna's mercy. Mercy is an overriding of justice, of law. I told a story before, I'll tell it again briefly. Some years ago, a godbrother of mine came to visit me. And he had not been very involved in bhakti for years. He had some difficulty with the law and so I took him in and gave him service and so forth for about two, three months. Then he had an appointment to meet at the court for his infraction. His, he broke the law. So I went to the court with him, dressed like this. Hmm? And so the lawyer made the case against him, and he said, so I think he should be put in jail, he told the judge. In the United States, if you don't have the money for a lawyer, to defend you, then the court appoints a lawyer. Who sleeps through the case. So he had no defense. And he was guilty. Hmm? But the judge saw me in the court. And he knew that he had come with me. So he was curious. So he said, does anybody else in the courtroom have anything to say? <laughs> so I stood up and I, he acknowledged me. And I said, Your Honor, I, I think that the uh, prosecution has made a very good case. And by law, he is guilty. But I think, despite the law and the justice, there is a place for mercy. Oprócz sprawiedliwości i prawa 
jest miejsce na, na miłosierdzie. We must have law. Musimy mieć prawo. Uh, because in order to have law if we only if we have law can we have mercy dlatego że musimy prawo ale gdybyśmy mieli tylko samo prawo mielibyśmy miłosierdzia because mercy means to override the law dlatego że miłosierdzie oznacza jakby przejście ponad prawem so i made the point that it's very important to have the law Oczywiście potwierdziłem tezę, że bardzo ważne jest, aby istniało prawo czy praworządność. But in one sense, its fulfillment is that it 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 recedes and gives way to mercy occasionally. Ale jakby takim zwieńczeniem prawa jest to, że sporadycznie prawo ustępuje miłosierdziu. So I said that his fellow had been living with me for a few months, and I thought the court should be merciful. Człowiek żył, mieszkał ze mną przez kilka miesięcy i, i powinienem i sąd powinien jakby zastosować łagodny wymiar kary. So the judge said guilty. Więc sędzia wydał wyrok, że jest on winny. And his sentence was he had to stay with me. Ale wyrok polegał na tym, że musiał zostać ze mną. That is a very severe punishment. <laughs> so, anyway, there is a place for mercy and in in spiritual life that is uh, manifest through uh, the devotees of Krishna, through Sadhusanga. W życiu duchowym, które przejawia się właśnie poprzez wielbicieli i sadusangę. So we come together here for that purpose. Właśnie w tym celu zbieramy się tutaj, czy przyszliśmy tutaj. We'll be together for a week or so, so. Będziemy tutaj mniej więcej przez tydzień. Try to love one another. Więc postarajcie się kochać się nawzajem. In the context of loving Krishna. Darzyć się nawzajem miłością w kontekście kochania Krishna. Any question? Czy są jakieś pytania? Yes. Well, it's true that at the time of initiation, the karma is is uh, stopped. But that requires some explanation. Uh, sometimes the example is given of pulling out uh, the plug from the fan. 
Czasem podaje się przykład wyciągania wtyczki z wtyczki wentylatora z kontaktu. Initiation means to begin a new life. Inicjacja oznacza rozpoczęcie nowego życia. And to conduct oneself within the parameters given by the guru. I zachowywania się czy postępowania zgodnie z wytycznymi danymi przez guru. No longer to interact with sense objects only for their uh, for material reasons, but for for in the context of serving Krishna, for example. Zaprzestanie kontaktowania się z, z przedmiotami zmysłów dla własnego zadowolenia, ale dla służenia Krishna. So when we follow appropriately, then then you don't plug the fan back in. Więc jeżeli zachowujemy się, jakby stosujemy się do tego, wówczas ponownie nie będziemy włączać tej wtyczki do kontaktu. But even when it is unplugged, still it will go around for some time. I think Jiva Goswami gives the example of taking a needle if you're going to make a garland of leaves and you stick the needle through so many banana leaves. Hmm? It happens all at once, but it still each one is goes is right one after the other. Yeah. You understand? Uh, that that you, you, you want to pierce them, but the, the last is not pierced yet. No, you pierce them all. There's so many. You pierce them. Uh -huh. You go like this. Yes. All at once, but still, you have to yeah, go yeah, through yeah, each. Yeah, you, yes. you have to go through so each one. Dziwagostami daje taki przykład z igłą i przekuwaniem liści bananów, żeby wykonać girlandę. I jakby ta igła przechodzi, musi przejść najpierw przez pierwszy liść, jeszcze nie, nie przekuwa kolejnych. Ale jakby idea jest taka, że ona przekuje, przejdzie przez te wszystkie liście. Znaczy, to wygląda, jakby to było jednocześnie? Tak, wygląda pozornie, że to jest jednoczesne, natomiast jak to rozbijemy na, na, jakby na takie chwile, to yeah. So, it happens all at once and it happens gradually. You have to expect these kind of answers. <laughs> Gaudi Vaishnavism is full of them. There's no black and white. Perfectly. So, Vishwanath Chakvati Thakur has also described the gradual removal of the influence of karma as one progresses through the different stages of bhakti. And therein he describes that the influence of karma altogether is removed when one enters into bhav bhakti. At the same time, much of the influence of karma is removed 
before that stage. So the idea is that in general, upon taking initiation and proceeding along the path of bhakti, the devotee is in a unique situation. He or she is not just floundering in the ocean of karma. Neither they're swimming in the ocean of bhakti. Bhakti rasa. Hmm. Um, so Krishna's influence is in their lives. And in the beginning stages for the purpose of removing the karma. Chetodarpana Marjanam, for example, the idea is given. So the devotee is not entirely under the influence of karma. After all, what place Krishna is not involved in karma. And Krishna is involved in their lives. Hmm. And karma is gradually being dissipated. And also, things happen to devotees that may appear like karma that are not karma. We see that in the lives of, of great devotees who even are associates of Krishna in his Lila. For example, the Pandavas were put into great difficulty. Do we think they had bad karma? Obviously not. Hmm. So, sometimes Krishna creates situations for devotees that are adverse. To showcase their devotion to others. To provide some, some challenge for that devotee to progress. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult to tell always what is karma and what is uh, Krishna's influence. After all, bhakti itself looks like karma half the time. Because it can involve doing all types of ordinary things. Cooking, singing, dancing, shopping. <laughs> so, um, so in this way, we should think uh, 
generously about devotees' lives. At the same time, the extent to which Krishna will be directly involved in one's life in creating situations and so forth will be dependent on the extent to which uh, the devotees actually advanced in uh, in spiritual life. Very difficult. The Pandavas were put in very difficult situations. And neophyte devotees may find themselves in very difficult situations. In the neophyte's case, we tend to think it is the influence of karma that would have been worse. And in the advanced devotee's situation, we think that it is the arrangement of Krishna. Does that help? What else? Yes. About the what? Ah, yeah. Actually, Krishna manifested himself just like all the coward boys, right? But the coward boys themselves were more attractive to Krishna than than the coward boys that were Krishna. Krishna has Swarupananda, but the devotee is Swarup Shakti Ananda. And for Krishna, then, then this Swarup Shakti Ananda is more attractive to him than the, than the Ananda of his own Swarup. <laughs> 
So from Krishna's perspective, then the, the, the coward boys themselves were indispensable. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. In Dwaraka. In Dwarka, Krishna, of course, is um, setting an example for uh, how we should conduct ourselves. This is not so much the case in his Brajlila. He establishes Dharma, for example, at Kurukshetra. Outside of Vrindavan. Hmm. Um, so anyway, in Dwarka he sets an example that uh, persons should get up in the morning and they should meditate on Krishna. <laughs> But you see, Krishna only sits and meditates for a short while on himself. To set that example. Meanwhile, all the time he's thinking of his devotees. Hmm. Therefore, it's difficult for Krishna to meditate. <laughs> His mind is distracted. Hmm. So many devotees, especially the devotees in Vrindavan, he thinks about them even in his sleep. Hmm. And he cannot think of his devotees and meditate. Because thinking of his devotees makes him move. He cannot, he cannot be still. Hmm. That's why in the Brajalila, say, he never sleeps. Because devotion is more prominently manifest there. You know, Mahavishnu, he, he creates the whole world. 
Then he goes to sleep. Uh-huh. See, he spends a good and, and it's said he takes more pleasure in sleeping than creating the world. <laughs> so there's not a lot of devotion in the world, is the point. To keep him awake and to make him to make him move and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the Brajalila then bhakti is so prominent that he cannot he cannot even sleep at night. Mm-hmm. So he can't meditate in Vrindavan. <laughs> in Dwarka for a few minutes he can meditate. Mm-hmm. He's got the same problem we have. <laughs> Krishna is God, you know, very much like us. Another question? What's the time? Okay. Maybe we stop there and then tonight you come and bring any questions about anything and we'll we'll discuss further. Jai. <laughs> <laughs>